From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live this morning out here at... uh Pana Vista Lodge. Ah, it's been a relaxing couple of days. Me and the kids got up here early on Thursday. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, today's the only day they have not been on the dock at the crack of dawn, and that's thanks to my brother and his family that came in uh, cooking breakfast. So they're not leaving till the plates are clean. Then they'll probably be out here fishing. And uh, everybody else is already out on the water, of course, trying to get out there and win this Panfish Challenge. It's our fifth annual uh, Panfish Challenge. Wanted to give away, just so you know what you're missing because you're not here. First place is going to walk away with uh, $500. $500. Second place gets three. Third place gets 200 Fourth place gets 100 Fifth place gets 50 And then if you have the heaviest bluegill, you win another $100. Or shellcracker. Or shellcracker, you get another $100. And this year we also included the uh, warmouth because we had a few of those uh, over the past few years. And they weren't included in the panfish technically. But this year we decided to allow them because this is our uh, tournament. So what we say goes. So you get a few of those in there, and that can give you some weight. That's what you hey, want. Weight yeah, it's you for know, the kids. You know something else I can tell you from one of our sponsors is Uncle John's, and uh, they're coming off the grill right now. I, I saw Bill George come over here with something wrapped in a napkin. I go, "What is that?" He goes, "I got oh, one over there." I got one over there. But uh, we got a lot of stuff to give away today, and. Uh, if you want to come in and put a couple of tickets in, even if you're not fishing, we invite you to come on up, have lunch, free on us. We just ask for a little donation. And uh, you can come out and maybe walk away with some great and fabulous prizes, including Oakley sunglasses, uh, choo-choo's lawn equipment stuff, uh, electric mower, weed eaters. Feeders. We got uh, dry boxes, skiff dry boxes from Liberty Outdoors, G5 and their distributors gave us all kinds of bait. Uh, Southern. Uh, Every time you walk back over here, you got a handful of tickets. Listen, there's nothing good up there. You don't need to go buy any tickets. Uh-huh. Uh huh. These really aren't. So we're playing tickets. that game. So in other words, everything I just said to the people listening, forget about it. He wants just that, Don't even show up. <laughs> he wants that BMX bike. That's what he wants. Uh, but uh, a quick thank you to our uh, good friends over at Brandon Ford, Jim Maddox, Chuchu's Lawn Equipment, of course, Southeastern Discount Tackle, Catfish Johnny's. Uh, Coastal Angler, Trinity Sportsman's Outdoors, GMB Gator Supply, uh, Newsom Farms, Uncle John's Pride, uh, Randy Dottie, uh, True Value, Culligan Water, Maryland's Fried Chicken, uh, Gather and Seek Vintage out in Plant City. I mean, we got we got people who are sponsoring this Old home that, are, that are 80 miles away from here that wanted something to do with it. And uh, one guy who should be here fishing is on the phone instead. But we got his partner in crime right here in the seat across from us, Mr. Dusty Crumb. Good morning, Dusty. How are you doing this morning, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. Woo! Dusty! <laughs> Woo! How are things down there in the Everglades? Well, we just uh, got off the hunt, so we're going to take a little nap and uh, put it to them. We've been having this rain the last couple of days, and it's been beating down the snakes, and they've been hiding, so we ain't had any luck. Well, you know uh, what you got to you got you got to bring Megan back down there for you because uh, apparently she's a good luck charm. You guys, she was sitting here bragging about getting a fourteen footer with you. That's how we did it, buddy. <laughs> now I, I got to ask you because Megan's here. Say hello, so he knows you're alive. Hey, Dusty, how are you? Hey, doing good. How are you? 
good. Now, uh, I, I, I got to bring up the thing. She brought up a, a fact that uh, she went and grabbed that 14-footer, and it didn't go crazy. It didn't try to bite her or nothing like that. It was pretty docile. And she brought up the fact that some people were criticizing your brand-new show on Discovery that, oh, that was nice you got uh, Troy Landry out there, you know, catching some tame snake out in the woods. And people don't realize that that particular uh, species of snake is not really aggressive until you start really trying to, once it feels it's in danger. Is that correct or not? Well, every snake has a different uh, temperament and just thing like that. But I tell you what, that same snake, uh, put it in the bag, and then uh, a few hours later, take it out to to euthanize the snake, and it's a whole different snake. It's striking, it's it's trying to you know bite and everything else. So just uh, it's the way you handle them too. You approach them, you handle them gently. Sometimes they react gently back to you. Oh, I was trying to be nice to you. Now you're gonna see the bad side of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that one, you know, I, I'm one of those. I I, I understand that. Uh, you know, uh, talking with Megan and stuff, and uh, she feels the same way with you. I mean, they are beautiful creatures and all that stuff, and I know you hate to see them euthanized, but uh, the problem is is we can't send them anywhere. We can't do anything to them. We can't move them to Colorado. They got to go. And so, I mean, uh, basically what you guys do out there is, is basically kind of like the the only thing left we have to do. It's like wild hogs. Am well, I right? Well, that's the name of the show, Guardians of the Everglades. Yeah. Guardians of the Glaze, Tuesday night's Discovery Channel. Check it out tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, or on Discovery Go, and you can see how it goes down. But, yeah, the snakes are beautiful creatures, and that's why, you know, we're we're trying to utilize every piece of them we can, uh, out of respect for the animal. Uh, we're making fine leather products at FloridaEvergladesCollection.com mm-hmm. and PythonWildMan.com. we got their snake wallets and stuff, and that's that also is a tool we use to help spread our message to you know, raise awareness about the problem we're having here. Yeah, and I don't think that a lot of people uh, outside of the state of Florida are really, um, you know, north of Ocala for a lot of people, uh, really don't see the problem because it's not in their backyard. But uh, it's slowly, as we pointed out, I guess about two or three weeks ago on the show, that they're creeping north, and they're already being found in areas uh, not far from Tampa and everywhere else. So they're on the move. Yeah, they're they're spreading in every direction, north, south, east, east and west. They're, we're finding them in Key Largo now, and uh, we've got a scientist lady, uh, Maggie, that she she's they're doing water samples. They can actually take a water sample and see how the concentration of their pythons are in that area just by testing the water. And we're finding them uh, a big big concentrations up towards Okeechobee right now that we're gonna have to go hit those spots and uh, see if we can pull some snakes out of there. Hey. Well, yeah, wait till they get on that lake. All that grass, all that floating stuff out there. Oh, my gosh. they hey. got a, That's a billion acres to hide in, man. That's it's almost as big as the Everglades. It's, it's going to be just as hard to get them out of there. I got a, Dustin, oh, I got a question oh, yeah. for you. I watched Troy's show the other night after Swamp People, and I just want to know, when are you going to get the drone out there with the thermal technology on Exactly. It? Well, uh Really, the snakes are cold-blooded, so they're not going to show up on a thermal. And uh, it's just one of those things that's not practical to do. Uh, now, they are trying some other technology that uh, they're using, like, shape recognition stuff that paired with the software and computer stuff. It could possibly be something in the future. But uh, the thermal drone stuff, no, nah, that's kind of a joke. 
Well, now I got to ask you this: for uh, those we we talked about the fact that uh, I don't know if it's Swift Mud or uh, University of Florida who's using the tracking devices on the males to try to locate the big breeding females. Do you get access to those numbers, or does that can that help you in any way? Well, it, it can, but that's you know that's a very expensive process. That they're they're around eleven thousand dollars per snake captured, and and we're under around averaging around two hundred dollars per snake captured. So per dollar per snake, we're the most effective uh, elimination method that we've had so far uh, with the South Florida Water Management District. That's crazy because that means literally you got to go out there and catch. Uh, probably what four snakes at a minimum of six or eight feet just to just to make your money back? Seriously? Well, yeah, you know, because they have a thing where they got to go find the snake no matter what every few days, and it's you know they got a team of four scientists going around using the track and stuff, so it's very uh, you know costly mm-hmm. to do this. But it is it is very interesting and very important work that they're doing. The U.S. Geological Society. And uh, we get some more episodes here. We're going we're gonna to tag along with those guys and uh, do some of that tracking stuff with them, kind of do the high-tech uh, high tech stuff versus our low-tech hucklebuck kind of methods and see what <laughs> hey, works Dust- out. <clears throat> Dusty, I got a question. Uh, Cuban redneck here, man. Um, the uh, you going to train the dogs maybe to sniff out the snakes? Will that help out? I saw that on one of the shows. Yeah, I got Riley, my little beagle. She's the number one uh, tracking python tracking dog in the state, and she's uh, she puts her nose to the ground, buddy. She goes to work, so she yeah, uh, she can that's smell. That's gonna them. be a big help, I think. Is that is that effective? Oh, she, I mean, because I know you're out there in water up to your waist, so uh, can can she water, track through the water? No, not in the water. So it's only in certain place, certain situations that. Uh, is is really good for her and and one one is the islands i take her off on the boat and go to the islands the islands are so thick covered with brush that you can walk right over a snake or right past it if if i didn't have her with me and she can wow. if the snake has been on the island you know any time in the in the recent past then she's going to find it well i know that you know guys that go out and they go hog hunting i know that you know, you got the, uh, you know, blackmouth curs, you got catahoulas, you got pits, you got all these breeds that they use. But the one guy that I met uh, who was probably one of the most efficient hog catchers used to go out with a pack of Jack Russell Terriers. Yeah. And I always thought, you you get out there, I know you got one dog, but how great would it be if you went out there with a pack of, of uh, python tracking Jack Russell Terriers turned about 20 of them suckers loose out there because they can get under everything. They can skeet down in holes. They, they can, can get dig, all over. yeah. And, and next thing you know, they're out there doing 90% of the work. All you got to wait is for the bark. But you the problem get is, is they're about the size of a rabbit. Right. Yeah, but, I thought yeah. it would happen. Yeah. That's why I said to go with 20, not just one. <laughs> right. that, ain't, that ain't right. There's going to there's gonna be some, uh, you know, there's going to be some Casualties. Yeah, there'll be some casualties, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Well, yeah. Dusty, can you stay on for us? we got to take a break real quick. Can you hang on for us? Yeah. Yeah, hang on. Get, get, get some coffee. Wake up a little bit, okay? We'll be, we'll be right back. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We're broadcasting live this morning at the Panfish Challenge at Panavista Lodge in Lake Panasofsky. Thank goodness there are no Burmese pythons here yet. So we're all good. we got nothing but panfish for you out here. We're going to take a fast one, you guys. Don't go nowhere. We'll be back. 
every week. Welcome back, everybody. It's a Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live at the 5th Annual Panfish Challenge up at the beautiful and rustic Panavista Vista Lodge. Beautiful place. If you can't make it up today, make it up sometime. July 4th, somewhere around there, sometime. We always say, you got to at least bring your kids up here one weekend uh, during the summer. When your kids get to a point where they're done with the Xbox, they're bored sitting around, and they're not going to do their own laundry, bring them up here, let them run around for a couple of days, and uh, wear them out and let them get out here or in the beautiful some sunshine. Of the adults who are sitting here like. Yeah, exactly. You kids go play. Daddy's going to out here on the front porch. Uh, on the phone, we have uh, Dusty Crumb, who's on there. He's calling all the way down. And are you in the Everglades, or are you up a little closer to us these days? Where are you at? I'm, um, I'm in the Glades. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were out last night. So hit it, girl. I know, right. but but now I, I wanted to set this up because we have Megan Bales here, and if anybody doesn't know who she is, uh, she's an archery queen. Been in the Tampa Bay market for a long time. Worked at a couple of archery shops. Been out there. She's a big huntress. If Check you follow her, on her Instagram. If you follow her on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see that the girl can back up what she's out here talking about. I mean, out there with Dusty catching a 14 footer and a uh, big turkey slayer, deer killer, all that other kind of stuff. Just the kind of woman you want to bring home to mama. And uh, uh, she went out with Dusty, but you had a question for Dusty because. All the time you spent down there, you didn't ask him this important question? No. Well, you know, I, Dusty, I want you to tell us, you know, what got you into it? What got you started, you know, hunting pythons? Well, they had the 2013 Python Challenge uh, back then, and that was kind of a call to a uh, plea for help for the, from the public. And so I threw my name in the hat, went down, and uh, we camped 30 days. And it took seven days to find the first snake. Ended up with second place. And uh, once I got my eyes on the situation and saw how really desperate it was, uh, it kind of broke my heart, and it just pulled me to uh, to keep doing whatever I can to try to help the Everglades. That's awesome, man. And I'll tell you what, you know, I had a great time with Natalie. You know, she's reminded me a lot of myself. You know, she's not afraid to get down there and catch a snake, you know, which is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, for sure. So you make her go to it first. Natalie, go in there and jump on that snake and see what happens, and then I'll grab the tail. Don't worry about it. Bay him up. <laughs> Bay him up. Bay him up, honey. Get Keep his attention. Do- Keep his attention. Yeah, well, now, this, now, watching your show, and the name of your show is? Guardians of the Glades. That's right, Guardians of the Glades. Uh, this motley crew of people that you have out there running around, I know on the show you said you've known them for years. When uh, Discovery Channel came to you and said, hey, you did such a great job out here. I knew you did a great job going out with Troy and doing all that stuff and doing it on Swamp People. And uh, who do you have in mind to uh, come out and help you on the show? Did you already have these guys already lined up to do this stuff, or did you have to do auditions? Well, we did some some different stuff. I had some guys in mind, you know, and uh, we came out and uh, did some casting reels and stuff. And, and really, sh- we needed big characters and stuff. So we showed uh, showed up and showed out the guys, and uh, we come up with a team. But, I mean, Tom and Jay and Gary, I've known them guys forever. And, uh, right. So we've, we've always been uh, real close. Tom's well, that's been a who you big want. Part of my operation, uh, skinning the snakes and helping me process them and all that stuff. I got a que- Dusty. I got a question for you. How was it to uh, to go hang out with the Landry boys and spend some time in the middle of Gator season with them? Oh, definitely a fun experience. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not really a, a 
a hunter myself like that. I mean, I enjoyed it, uh, but it's just something that probably will never do again. I'll just, you know, I got to keep focused on these snakes and, and keep down here and, and try to do this. But Landry's, they're great, great people. They're really genuine. Uh, Troy had me staying in one of his little houses, and we'd go, you know, hang out and do the dinners afterwards and this and that. So uh, really, really great people. Jacob's good guy. And I'm sure I'll see the guys again, just probably uh, not on a, on a television uh, level. Oh, yeah. Well, I just laughed. My favorite ep- One of my favorite ep- – well, two of my favorite episodes from the season this year was one when you, got, you used your boat, but the other one was when you actually pulled out the python meat and you guys started using that as bait. That was – <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, we had the old snake bait. That's the old secret secret trick that them uh, Cajuns, they didn't know about that stuff as us Florida boys do. Hey, you start getting that uh, a market for that up there, you might get a lot of backup because as fast as those alligators started eating them pythons, they might be coming down here helping you catch some. Oh, yeah, yeah and they're, they're, they spend a lot of money on chicken and stuff. So, hey, I can save them money plus uh, supply you a better bait. Well, now, Dusty, uh, we're going to try a little trick here. We got a guy on the phone who's got a question for you. Uh, so I guess Aaron's going to have to put you on hold while we go to David. And David's going to ask a question, but you'll be able to hear it, and then we'll go back to you for the answer. Is that okay? You cool with that? I'm good with that. Okay. So, uh, David, go ahead and ask your question, man. Hey, good morning, y'all. Um, I was just kind of curious. You mentioned about how the, the snakes with the uh, transmitters on them, you know, the amount of money that's invested in that. Eleven what, grand. Uh, what kind of what kind of uh, return are they getting on it? I mean, how many snakes are they harvesting? Or are they, you know, are they euthanizing when uh, when they go out to these snakes? And actually, it's a two part question. Um, do Do you personally feel that maybe uh, that type of research was a little too late? You know, uh, we're a little too late going that route with it, and maybe we should be a little more hands on in some of these areas where these snakes are. Uh, should open up some more access to, to work harder to get rid of these invasives? That's a good question, David. Now Thank we're going to put you on hold, and uh, we'll go to Dusty. What do you think, Dusty? What do you think about his questions? Oh, okay. Well, hold on. But and we're waiting. I think we accidentally lost Dusty. Oh, I don't know. Are we getting him back? I don't know. We'll see. I heard the phone ringing in the background, so hopefully that's him. <laughs> but those are good questions. I mean, when you think about it, when he brought that up, he said eleven grand. That's per snake. So, yeah. Dusty, uh, did you get to hear the questions? No. Ah. Uh, well, now, uh, he had a question. He had a two-part question. He said, one, how effective has this been, and what has the payoff been when you talk about investing $11,000 per snake for uh, this research and all that stuff? What has been the payoff on that one back? Uh, that was the first part of the question, I think. And then the second one was um, – is uh, that worth it, or should we be more hands it? on and open up more areas? Did they, to hunt? Yeah, yeah. did they wait too long before it, they started all this? Yeah, did we, are we too late to to the party? In other words, well, we're never never too late to the party. I mean, doing nothing's not an option. So we pull them out one at a time. We're over twenty one hundred uh, snakes for our South Florida Water Management District team, wow. and uh, when we pull the big snakes out that contain eighty three eggs, a hundred eggs in them. You know, that's future generations of snakes eliminated with one capture. So that's what we're targeting, the big breeder, the big females. But uh, as far as the uh, the tracking collars and the sinus stuff, that's all valuable information that, that we need. You know, it, it's good research. It tells us more about the snake's behavior, their their habit, uh, habits, and it, it makes them easier to predict in the future. 
Dusty, I got a question. What's the – and I know I said something earlier, and I've been trying to do some research about it. What's the gestation for the females? As fast, well, how fast can they produce, I guess, basically? They, they typically – I mean, with we're having these uh, really warm winters that we could possibly – have two two breeding cycles a year but right now it's just one and uh you know now the females should be all full of eggs they're looking for a place to lay their eggs they're coming up out of the swamp looking for a place that's high and dry they know the rain's coming they don't want to get the nest flooded out so it's something inside of them that, that it makes them uh come up to the high ground they're looking for spots to to drop the eggs well now how, how long does it take for a uh uh, from the moment that they hatch, uh, what age can they start breeding? Uh, what's the breeding age of a of a female or a male? I I don't even have any idea. Well, with the way that they're eating here, they're actually speeding up their metabolism and they're growing a lot faster than people would ever expected. So, within a year, you know, the snake can be six mm. foot. Or, or so, so a couple of years, you know, you got a ten foot snake, and that's that's a breeding, uh, wow. a breeding so, snake. So, so if she's eating good, two years, two years, and she's out there dropping maybe once or twice a year. That's crazy. Yeah, and she'll start out with maybe a clutch of thirty or forty eggs, and then as she gets bigger, the the, the egg count will increase. Dude, I mean, do we need more dusty crumbs down there? I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, you're one man. With a crew of uh, you know four or five guys out there helping, but uh, I mean seriously, are they looking for more people to get out there and start trying to really knock the numbers down? Well, it's it's all about having the right people too, and that was proven with the python challenges. There was over sixteen hundred hunters and sixty eight snakes caught, you know, and we've got twenty five guys and almost over twenty one hundred snakes caught. So it's it's. You gotta have the right guys for the job, and uh, sure. it's not not anybody can uh, can really get into this and do this. It takes a, a talented team, and and basically that's what we have. We've got the twenty five top snake hunters in the world, and we've got the best leadership, uh, Mr. Mike Kirkland with South Florida Water Management District. So you put good leadership and good players together, and we win World Series. This we're like the, the Yankees of snake hunting. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, Dusty, we appreciate it. If you can't stay, we understand, but we'd like to keep you through the break. But we got to take one for the bottom of the hour. Uh, that way we can talk a little bit more about the TV show, when it's on, where you can see it, and all that stuff. You want to hang on for a couple of minutes? Yeah, man. All right. Don't go nowhere. We'll let you go to sleep soon, I promise. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We are broadcasting at the 5th Annual Panfish Challenge up at the Panavista Lodge at Lake Panasofsky. We still got room. We got we got stuff to give away, so come by and see us. We'll be here. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. John is on the break gun. What? Carlos Lopez. What's yeah. up? Cuban Redneck. And the Snake Queen, Megan Bales. Megan Bales, and on the phone, Dusty Crumb. Dusty, you still there? Come on. Oh, Glenn, Glenn, on. Glenn's here. Glenn's Come coming on. back. Glenn. No, he, he's just swinging by real quick. He's picking up his thermocells. Dusty, you back? That's it. I'm live, buddy. Wild man radio. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure he's still there, man. But uh, before we got, got you out here, I know you've been up all night chasing around snakes and doing all that kind of good stuff, but 
Uh, go through your uh, resume once again. I know we, we got the show. Um, of course, uh, what is it officially called? It's the uh, it's Guardians, Guardians of, the- of the Glades, and you can catch it tonight at 9 p.m. on Discovery Channel. Right. And you can catch it anytime on the Discovery Go app. It's free to download, free to watch, uh, anytime, anywhere. Now, of course, I know you got a little side business going on with uh, with the snake hides and stuff like that. I saw it on one episode where uh, you kind of went through the process of how their the snake's uh, skin is being uh, tanned and and utilized. So, uh, where can we go get some of your products? And especially, I want to know how you get those uh, those cons with the python uh, skins on them. Say the tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah, the chucks, those are custom order. Legally, I can't sell them, so I, I can customize them, whatever I want to do. So you, you have to send me the shoes, and then uh, we apply the skin, and the, with the labor, everything, we take the shoes completely apart, put the skins on, sew them back together, and, and mail them back yeah. to you. So they're they're pretty cool. And uh, That's awesome. Dusty just came up with a new show. Yeah, pimp my shoe. Pimp yeah, my there shoe. you go. <laughs> yeah. Have Nike That's on board. We, we, we can do, uh, you know, any anything you can imagine. Uh, we can we can do so. You know what? The possibilities you, you, are endless. You should be expecting a call from Shaquille O'Neal here pretty soon because I guarantee you he would love to have a. You better kill a couple fourteen footers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I need a I need a sixteen footer to to make Shaq some shoes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I saw his shoe at Disney. It was like a canoe. Yeah, <laughs> you could almost fish yeah, out of it. Wanna, if people want to check it out, they can go to pythonwildman.com and uh, get yourself a free keychain, or you go to the Florida Everglades Collection.com and you can see all of our fine leather goods. These are all Italian tanned, paired with a fine Italian leather on the insides of a cheddar leather. So, really uh, world class stuff that we're, we're and producing. And let me tell you, he. he sh- you know, has shown Toby and I a you know a skin that he had done, and it was just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, the quality it was absolutely. Oh yeah, I watched beautiful. the episode. The guy that, that does oh, the yeah. tanning, it was yeah. it was a perfect process. That skin looked awesome. Yeah, was that perfect. that was that well, was really it, nice. It's it's, un, it's unlike anything that this world's ever seen. If you look at any other skins from any other tannery around the world, uh, the quality is just night and day. It's it's. Uh, it's gas station pizza versus a good pizza joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. what, and you're what, a pizza guy. We know that. What is it again? <laughs> it's Python. Uh, Python what? Pythonwildman.com Python and FloridaEvergladesCollection.com is the fine leather stuff. And if anybody's local around uh, Venice area, they can come by the store Orchid Envy on Venice Avenue, and they can see all the snakeskin merchandise. I've got my big record breaker the 1611 up on the wall they can see how big these snakes get and uh check out the shop and dusty do you do you have a facebook and instagram and all that that you can yeah. give everybody yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh oh, fa- facebook uh they can they can follow my wild man page and uh see all the adventures and if you go to instagram uh i'm python wild man you can check us out there now dusty i know i'm like megan uh i've been around the industry now for almost 14 years and I was just going to ask, with you doing the TV show and all that, has it started for you yet that you're starting? I mean, we joke around about, like, Shaq and those people like that. Have you started getting the phone calls, I guess, from the celebrities and from the people like that that want to come snake hunting with you? I mean, there's I get hundreds of people every day wanting to go, and it's just <laughs> the thing. I can't, you know, it's a conflict of interest for me to – I'm working for the state as a bounty hunter. I'm not a tour guide, so there you go. Uh, 
something that I can't do, but maybe, you know, in future episodes, I'd like to take Shaq uh, snake hunting and see if he uh, put him on a big Dude. one. And, uh... Dude, you don't want to take him out. Trust me, I've been, I, hunt, I hunted, I went out hog hunting with Shaq uh, two times. And if there's one thing he don't like to do, that's get in the grass, get in the weeds where wild things live, man. That yeah, would be the funniest see. episode you ever film. I guarantee. You know, it. You, know you know, you you see Shaq running faster than he ever did in his NBA days. Oh yeah. Days. <laughs> and you got to remember them legs, man. I mean, he, he, he one can, stride. He's covered ten yards. He, yeah, he, that's true. That man could run in six feet of water. Seriously, I mean. Right. He, it was a blast being out there. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard. Just out hogging with him. Uh, and hey, heavy it'd be good there, to have a guy that size on the team, for sure. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. Here's the funniest thing that Shaq will do. You will be the guy in front. He will have his hand on your shoulder, and literally he will be steering you wherever he wants to go because he will be pushing you first and then wherever yeah, it is you want to go. That hand's like a That's foot. That's what I mean. It's like a, a foot long. That's what I mean. Once he gets yeah. hold of your shoulder, he kind of just directs you. Okay, go that way, go that way. It's like, and then if anything happens, he pulls you back along with him as he backs up. Oh, Dusty, yeah, hold, go on. You, hold you like a pillow. Oh, there you go. It'll be funny. I was just looking at your website, and I got to say, I got a. I think I'm gonna have to order the uh, "Don't Tread on Me" hat. That one right there, right off the bat, says my name. Yeah. And that's, the Wild yeah, Man T-shirt. I love the Wild Man T-shirt. That's awesome. Dusty, have Thank they you, uh, have they started booking you yet on like the outdoor shows? No, no, not really. I mean, we got three episodes. We did. We're doing well. You know, everything's starting to go. I mean, heck. Yeah. Really, I can't even really go into Walmart. I found that out the other night. Uh, I was <laughs> wearing my clothes, and it didn't work out too well. But that's that's part of the game, part of the deal. So I guess word's getting around, and people are watching the show. Uh, hey, now let me ask you: Do you know how did the third episode do? Do you we're, guys have we're numbers? We're gaining on numbers that yet? every episode. We're climbing, so awesome. I'm waiting. Awesome. Uh, Monday, we'll know the plus three numbers, which is like the. You know, the the three days after this show, they they average those numbers in. But yeah, we're we're holding our own, man. We we moved, uh, we're, we busted into the top twenty shows on television, so awesome. we're going to keep wow. moving up the well, ladder. I added to that. I saw two episodes this week. And my kids and I watch <laughs> it every week, so uh, it's all good. I just think it's funny that Megan busts out the ratings. Yeah, so how's the show doing? <laughs> Let's get those numbers out there. It's doing, hey, it's doing better hey, than this show. That's, <laughs> that's, that's important, you know, to keep it going and keep our message spreading. we got to keep yep. uh, get some more episodes and keep this train rolling. Well, you know, sets, well, I, I mean, from, from the day you started, I remember we interviewed you uh, before you even thought about doing the TV, and you were – I think you were getting ready to go out and go with the Landry's. Right after he crawled his uh, record. Yeah, man, right after you caught the record. So mm-hmm. we always said, man, Florida boy done good, and that's, uh, you know, we, we prop you up, man. We want the rest of the world to know what you do out there because I guarantee you people in Nebraska or Illinois or California are listening over in Ireland or Norway. They have no idea what's going on here in the Everglades. Uh, like I said, if it's not in your yep. backyard, you just don't know. You don't see it. That's just it, man. We're trying to, you know, raise awareness, and this whole TV thing is, is the same thing. It's, it's not to try to, you know, toot my own horn or prop myself up. It's try to to raise awareness to the situation that's that's going on in the Everglades. And if I, if I can help carry and spread the message, then that's what I'm going to do. Hey, somebody, somebody's got to be first. And it was like I was, we were t- I actually was talking about you and some other people. I just got back from the state FFA convention for Florida. And 
you know, to hear some of the problems and the snake problem was one of the major things that people were talking about over there for the ranchers, the farmers, everybody. So, Wow, it affects everything. I know. I wouldn't want to be out in the field somewhere and uh, step on one of those bad boys without some sort of machete in my hand, that's for sure. Well, Dusty, we'll let you go, man. I know you've been up all night and you've been out there doing your job, and we appreciate it for sure. And uh, God bless you for your hard work, man. You and your crew out there, we hope you get out there and kill every dang one of them, man. I mean, uh, it's sad what's happening in the Everglades. Every time I hear you, when you look in the camera and go, look around here. We don't see any raccoons. We don't see any possums. We don't see any swamp rabbits. We don't see anything out here. And and that's not from the natural life. Uh, that's not from the natural wildlife. That's from an invasive species that, in my opinion, needs to be nuked. And you're doing a great job of it, one snake at a time, man. So good on you, man. Thank you, sir. And thank you guys for having me. And uh, thanks for your support of the future of our Everglades. Yeah, and Megan says she'll be down there with you again, what, anytime. next week, next month? Where are you going down there? You and Toby heading back down? Oh, we will be. I don't know exactly yet. We yeah. haven't, you know. She well, might have a passenger. Time, well, just in case you didn't know that, Dusty, she's heading back down, so just be ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Dusty, take care. All right, see ya. Right. See ya, man. Thank you. you so much. See ya, buddy. Woo! Dusty. Woo-hoo! Dusty Crumb out there, uh, Defenders of the Everglades, Guardians of the Everglades. Uh, he's out there working it barefooted. Talk, talk about a guy that burns a candle at both ends with a blowtorch. Yeah. I, I thought the funniest episode was one of the first ones with Swamp People when they were like, man, you can't get in this boat with no shoes on. You got to get some shoes. <laughs> he's like, Jacob, he's like, what? You got to have mean? some shoes on your feet. I don't, I'm not used to having shoes on my feet. Man. You can't be in this boat. There's too many sharp things around here and teeth and things. Yes, yes, yeah, and yeah, did, teeth. You, did you see the one where he put like uh, black duct tape on his yes. feet? <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he fit in there pretty good, man. I thought he did a great job. And I'm the opposite. I, I want well, something on my feet. And like she yeah, said, too. like Megan said, I've met those guys. You've met those guys. Mm-hmm. All those guys from Troy all the way down. RJ. And, yeah, they're good and people. And oh, the yes, one thing, the Molinaires, uh, good people. Good people. They are very good people. The one thing that I think about when I see people like Dusty and all that, just like you said, it's just good. It's people that actually care and they're not doing it. The fame part of it's great, but they're not doing it for that reason. No, no. They want to educate. Yeah, which is awesome. You and know? you need to go to that website, by the way, uh, Python Wildman, and check it out. He's got some very good products on there, and some things uh, that Braden would really like. Just to so you know, birthday coming up, July first. And uh, you know, if you want to check out something and make it out, the, the don't tread on me hat. Uh, the wallet would be nice. I could use a new wallet. And uh, the T-shirt for sure. Got to have the T-shirt, man. Got to have the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. So go check it out. It's at uh, pythonwildman.com. All the information's there. Dusty, great guy. We're going to take a quick break. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. I'm Brandon Ford. Stay with us. We'll be back. to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 
7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory loaded, truly match accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best in class BCs featuring excellent. Yes, we got about 10 minutes left of the show, and so uh, we have to thank a lot of people. But before we do that, I want to invite you to come on out here. We are broadcasting live for a little while at the uh, Panfish Challenge at Pana Vista Lodge. It's right on Lake Panasofsky. Uh It's amazing to me how many people have no idea this lake is here. Uh, as many years as we've been talking about Three it. Three years ago, I was one of those people. That have no idea that this gym is basically three and a half miles away from I-75. Drive by it at 80 miles an hour, a million times, going to visit Grandma and Grandpa in South Carolina and Georgia, wherever it is, never knowing that this lake is here. And, I mean, when I say gym, it's beautiful. That water's crystal clear. You can basically sight fish for almost everything out here. When everybody used to laugh at me when I would leave the house, I would go back McIntosh and hit 301, and bring 301 literally all the way up to this exit and get on interstate here just yep. so I avoided everything <laughs> down there. And like I said, you guys told me about it three years ago when I came on the show. You guys were like, well, yeah, it's that exit. And I'm like, oh, no way. Okay. You'd always turn left coming south or whatever, oh, okay. so you never turned right and uh, came the other way. But uh, if you've never been here before, uh, do yourself a favor. Sometime this summer, bring the kids up here. Rent one of the pontoon boats. Rent one of the little fiberglass uh, john boats. Take the kids out fishing for the day. Uh, there's plenty of room to run around. Uh, they do airboat rides. I mean, you'll see the signs on the way, you know, down here. I mean, we're literally what? this lake is between here and the river. What did, What is was it Charlie Belcher who had the one tank trips? Yeah. 13. I mean, to me. Well, no, the, no, that was, uh, what's his name? Or Bill, Bill, yeah. uh, what's his name? So it was on 13, but I know he had the one tank, basically the one tank trips for like a weekend getaway. And I mean, for right now, for kids being out of school and everything else, this is the, this is the quintessential weekend getaway. Perfect. Wow, big word. When you, uh, <laughs> quintessential. It doesn't matter. I can still pick things up and put them down. <laughs> if you, uh, if you, and then, you know, when you're done and you're fishing for the day, as you're leaving and you're heading back to the 75, I'd say, whoop, make a little quick right-hand turn. Pull into Catfish Johnny's right there. Have yourself a nice little meal. Some of the best corn fritters on the entire planet. And uh, you guys get your bellies full. Jump on oh, the interstate man. and head on home. You're an hour away from Tampa. Corn Seriously. Fritters. I think we're an hour and 20 minutes away from St. Petersburg, from where I am getting across the bridge. and Same and, thing, uh, Lakeland. Yeah. No? I mean, it's not that bad. I know uh, Megan lives out there in the middle of nowhere. In the country, and uh, she said, well, you're about 45 minutes from here. So it, it's not that far. Uh, seriously, when you think about it, uh, it it's, it's an hour north. It's only 25 minutes for me. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, he lives right up the dang hey, road. I think hey, my buddy Chad Hodge. Producer. I think my buddy Chad Hodge lives right around he's the corner. He's two miles away. Yeah, he's right around the corner. We got boats coming out, boys. Yeah, Chad, uh, when I posted the picture of the sunset, he goes, dude, you're two miles from my house. I go, well, then get your buddy here on Saturday, man. Come yeah, on he up. He probably had to work. Yeah, well, he can come by. We'll be here for a while. Mm. Uh, listen, if you uh, are going to come by or you're in the area, heading up 75 to go somewhere else, 
dude, do yourself a favor. Pull off here. It's three and a half miles down the road. Pull in. Buy some tickets. Throw them in the Follow the smell. We'll put your name on it and your phone number, and we'll call you if you win something. You can jump back in the car. Keep on going. It's no big deal. Right? Easy peasy. We're trying to make it as nice as possible. Are you going to go fish today, or are you just hanging out? What are you doing, Megan? Well, I'll go fish with Callie a little bit. Well, she's over there her already ne- catching. Her, she's seven ahead of you. Her niece. I know it's your niece, but she's. I walked over. I said, "How are you guys doing?" She's going for the tenth time. She's already caught seven. She's already caught seven. That's and awesome. she's using nice. red wigglers, so nice. she's making my and kids. And if she's look fishing bad. over there by the yeah. one and done, she's probably caught some. No, she's on the other side. This is the first time she's ever been fishing. Oh, oh she's see, hooked. See, that's awesome. Yep. See that? Yeah. She's over there, and and she was throwing an empty hook out there, and everybody's going, "You don't have any bait." She don't care. Just get it out there, man. Get it out and let's go. I, I caught one or two, five or six. Let's go. And the bad part about it is the fish are crazed enough that they just hear something hit the water and they're like, bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before the next one. Yeah. Mine, 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 yeah, mine. Right. Well, we're well, welcome to stay out and hang out let them kids fish. I'm trying to keep mine out of the water because all they want to do, Dad, can we go swimming? Dad, can we jump off the dock? Dad, can we go off the boat ramp? I said, didn't you see that alligator swimming over there yesterday? You feel yeah, he swam over there. Five footer, you know. I mean, that yeah, doesn't sound foot. like bad, but you know what? I, you know, you might want to be able to, you know, use your hands or something. I, I think they know. said they were going to go try and catch him. <laughs> <laughs> Bill George, stop Bill it! <laughs> got to check the ruling on oh, that. Oh yeah, fix to say we've got Bill George and Megan here. Yeah. So yeah, and we got the FWC here. So, so now we've gone from the Panfish Challenge to the Panfish Challenge food <laughs> auction <laughs> and Gator Wrestling Show. Please come by and see it. Bring your kids. Let them wrestle a gator. It's all good. <laughs> you can touch it. It's a five footer. Uh, but before we get out of here, I did want to kind of go down again our, our list of sponsors, the people who stepped up and uh, really helped us out again this year. And uh, when I think back to the first year that we did it with like 12 boats and uh, I think two or three people on the on the flyer as sponsors, uh, we've come a long way, baby, as the commercial used to say. I mean, uh, Brandon Ford stepped up off the bat, threw a bunch of money at us so we could give away money for prizes, Southeastern Discount Tackle. Stepped up to give out a thousand dollars worth of kids reels out here. I mean, literally over 150 uh, rod reel combos and cane poles and everything else. Bait buckets and G5 feeding outdoors and their distributors uh, threw a bunch of boxes of baits and all that stuff. Big dog bait and tackle came up here, dropped off what three, three or five hundred packs of baits to give to the kids. Uh, I know that our friends at uh, Florida Mineral and Salt stepped up with uh, a lot of stuff to give away. Uh, Liberty Outdoors with that skiff box cooler. Megan, you need that one for your boat or when you're going to be out running around out there with Dusty Crumb. You could stick about maybe 20 snakes in the front of that bad boy. All right. Unless they're 14-footers like you like to catch, then I'd say you probably get two in there. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, uh, Barracuda Tackle, again, this year stepped up and donated a really nice mullet net to give away out here. Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment. We've got a mower. we got a weed trimmer out here. We got a- That was GMB Gator. JMB Gator is out here as well. Uh, I don't know who donated that really Gator's uh, colored fishing pole, but that thing is awesome looking over there for the auction. Very nice. Uh, Uncle John's Pride stepped up and donated a bunch of food that we're going to get out here and cook it up for you for free. Uh, Culligan Water, so if you're out here and you're thirsty and you dine, we can keep you hydrated. Uh, Maryland's Fried Chicken out in Plant City. Gather and Seek Vintage out in Plant City. Walmart, R. Hogan. Arby's, the FWC, Jack's Custom Rods, Newsom Farms, uh, Jim Maddox, uh, Chandler Electric, Brightleaf, Coastal Angler, Trinity Sportsman's, what? Antioch Feed and Farm Supply. Oh, yeah, they were out there. They stepped up. Western Co. Uh, who else am I missing here? Anybody else? 
Sign, Johnson's Barbecue. Can't forget them. How do you forget Johnson's Walmart Barbecue? Walmart Bushnell. Walmart and Bushnell. And uh, all those folks out there, I, I know that there's a lot of them where I can't read because they're too small, but uh, we thank each and every one of you for donating this year. And uh, Carlos threw it out there to Mr. Jim when he walked by and said, we're at 75 boats. Somebody came in about an hour ago and registered again just to get out there. Uh, so Jonathan, Jonathan guessed the magic number <laughs> at 75. So immediately Carlos goes, well, Jim, get ready because next year we're shooting for 150. And I think the look on his face was so precious. Inflate, <laughs> yeah, it was. Inflate the numbers, baby. Inflate the numbers. Yep. <laughs> his face kind of just went like, hey. Sales 101, inflate the numbers. Yep. It was like, hey, Shoot for know. the stars. He, but he did say, if it went as smoothly as it did today, 150 boats would be no problem. Mm-hmm. No problem whatsoever. So, if you can't make it this year, mark your calendars. We do it every uh, year in June around this time. Around Father's Day, of course, we try to do it coinciding with the full moon. That's the big thing because that really gets the panfish bite on so that the kids aren't disappointed. Right, Megan? That's right. Well, Way well, to stay her, awake. Her, her, her niece has already caught eight. Oh, she's at the, the Ocho from the, now. From the dock. From eight already. Yep. Yeah. But First time count. fishing. First time fishing. I know. Well, I don't know. She's got that little. Where did you get like that I little said, fishing rod? Go stand next to that big oh, black yeah, I barrel. I got her that for Christmas. Where did you get it at? The thing. I've never Best seen pro. one. Oh, is that where you got it? Yes, sir. It's cute with a little clear thing, man. It's tiny. Man, it's perfect size. frozen. Yeah. Oh, is that what his frozen color? There you go. Let it go. Let it go. Wait, you don't want that on a fishing pole. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Let it go. You don't want to let it go? Sometimes. 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 Change change the words to catch them all. Catch them all. There's the music. We've got to let it go. It's time to end the show. That's true. Good. Good one. Thank you guys for putting up with us for three hours. We appreciate you, Megan, coming by and uh, Carlos for making the drive over here. Double G, it's time go for fishing. you to get out in the water and go do some fishing, man. And uh, thanks to everybody who came out and fished today. Uh, if you got time, come by and see us. The party's going to continue afterwards until probably at least 3 o'clock. So we'll all be here. Right? So, Aaron, thank you for all your hard work back in thank the you, studio. Aaron. Thanks to Dusty Crumb for giving us a call. Later. We're going to go out and play. You guys go do the same. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. We're the Big Wild Outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday. See, see you guys. Have fun.